Yo, yo, welcome back to the Audio Theory Podcast. If you're new to the channel, please hit the like button as well as the subscribe button. What's good, Danny? How have you been? I've been good, bro. Fucking phenomenal. Fresh off a trip uh, all over Italy. Can't complain. Life is good. How about you, bro? How you feeling? New setup? Yeah, new setup. Um, I mean, I, honestly, like, I feel like my life has changed. It sounds kind of cliche, but... We upgraded to um, a bigger two-bedroom, which just so happened. Right, so I, was gonna, I wanted to ask you. It feels like an upgrade, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. definitely upgrade. the The ceiling or the the windows behind us are essentially like floor to ceiling. Oh, so nice. We have natural sunlight, as you can see behind me. It looks I'm in like I'm in front of the pearly gates or some shit because it's yeah. so bright. <laughs> um, but at night, yeah, the view is phenomenal. Like when you come visit, like this will be your room. Uh, nice. We wanted this room to be the the nicer one just because we spend so much time working. Like, sure, we might as well be feel at peace while we so work. So that's the office for both of you. Yeah, office for both of us. Um, nice. It feels spacious. We have enough space for like a day bed for guests. Um, nice. And yeah, can't really complain. I I think this was kind of. Something we didn't expect because we weren't too fond of the neighborhood. But I think mm-hmm. over time, we realized it's not that bad. We're central to everything. So we said, if we're going to renew our lease for the same price, we might as well upgrade a little bit, pay like right. an extra 150 or whatever it is. Um, so, yeah. Which in, in, like, in like your normal expenses is like nothing, bro. That's like mm-hmm. shit that you like randomly spend like on Amazon. You're like, right. oh, my bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in worst case, I'd be like, oh, I'll just eat out less like one yeah. one night out of the month or something. So yeah, it's it's been it's been good. Good move. Awesome, bro. Happy for you guys. Um, I guess the biggest thing on my side, um, dude, it's funny because I, I, I when I, I, so I got, everyone knows I got engaged. So that's the big fucking news, right? Italy was Congrats. fired because I got engaged. Thank you, brother. Um, but it's funny because a couple people who listen to the pod who I haven't spoken to in years was were like, yo, we were listening to the last couple episodes and we figured it was happening. I'm like, really? Because I feel like I didn't give anything like away like that. Yeah, like, no. It, it, yeah, no. so they were like, oh, dude, we have all your theory unsubscribed and like we knew it was coming. I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, why? Because of Italy? Like people just yeah. go to Italy to go to Italy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. like it's funny because I actually have a girlfriend who went to Italy and it's funny. I was convinced she was getting engaged and she didn't. So then I felt kind of weird. I was asking her for like tips on where to go. And I'm like, but I'm going to propose to my girlfriend, even though your guy didn't propose. Like, I, I, I yeah. felt kind of like weird asking that. But dude, right. it was uh, a great time. Feel like, um, I don't know if you felt this way. It was actually a good question to ask you. But like, um, it's weird because like we had a moment like after like we were, we were engaged and we were in the hotel room just chilling. And then like, even though like I'm 33, she's 29. It's like, we're not young, right? Con- con- mm. Compared to our parents. Like, dude, my mom had me when she was 22. Her mom had her when she was 24. Like, so we're, we're, we're not young. But dude, the idea of saying married couple in that moment, bro, I felt so young. Like, it's a weird, like, again, I don't know if you have, have you had a moment where you felt like, bro, like, I'm really fucking doing this thing? Like, cause I don't know, like, it's just like, a, this is like what always like, I don't know if it's a goal, but like, we just we're, we're raised in a way that people just say, "Hey, you're married, you have kids, blah 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 blah." And then the fact that you're we're doing that just felt very like, "Oh, like yeah, not yeah. a bad thing," yeah, yeah. but it just felt like, "Damn, am I that old? Like, am I doing these old people?" Right. Like, I was about to say because I thought you were saying it made you feel young, but yeah, it makes me feel old when it, no, so no, it did make me it made me feel old and young. Like both, like it's like I'm like I'm too young to be doing this old people shit. 
Like yeah. that's how I felt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Yeah, same, same for me. Uh, obviously, not like a negative feeling towards. No, it. not I at think, all. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, I just like every day that goes by is a reminder that I feel like I'm gonna be like that same kid in my head head for the rest of my life. Like whether it's I don't know when when I feel like I peaked, but like let's say 18 or 20 or 25. Like I feel like even when I'm 70, I'm still gonna mentally feel like I'm that 25 year old dude making the same jokes and just Yeah. I don't know. Which is which is probably how like and I feel like as we get older, I think we mentioned this on, on multiple episodes, but like then you start appreciating your parents, right? Because mm-hmm. we just see them as like the moment we're born, they're adults and they must right. have it figured out. Yeah, no, like, no, bro. Like I'm just a 30 year old who happens to have three kids. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. Now that's funny you you brought that up. I was thinking about that the other day, just my parents and how growing up, you just you just follow their lead. Like whatever they say is blindly the truth. Yeah. And they know best, blah, blah, blah. But now that I'm older, I'm like, damn, I feel like I don't know half the shit they, like, did or knew about. And But the know, truth is, they didn't know either. Right, They right. were just, like, trying their best, which is all we can do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the funny thing. It's like, I, I realize that even more now, uh, even my mom, like, like not, especially my mom not being here, it's like, man, like, those days, like, I see it, like, on her. I'm like, bro, she was just, like, a 28-year-old chick just trying to, like, figure out life and happened to have a five-year-old. Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she didn't know what the fuck she was doing. So, right. Yeah, it's, it's wild. And but, on uh, top of that, no YouTube or Google to Yeah, no, there was no... Oh, dude, that's funny you say that. Like, dude, like, look up. I went to Florence because that's where I wanted to propose. And, like, my mom took me to Florence when she was... When I was 17, she was, like, 38 or 39 or something like that. But, like, Google wasn't really a thing back then like that. So, like, when she wanted to figure out where to take me... Dude, she had to mm-hmm. call, like, a fucking travel agent and be yeah. like, yo, what are the things to do? Like, right. just, like, the shit we take for granted is just, like, insane that, like, what our parents did for us, like, back in the 90s and 80s. Right. Yeah, no, it's it's nuts. But thank God for technology because that shit yeah, has God. helped me in so many random instances. Dude, thank God, bro. Like, even just yeah. walking around, like, trying to get from point A to point B in a random country, you're like, oh, I got this, as opposed to, like, back in the day that would mean hiring a tour guide and dropping like a couple hundred bills for no reason. So, right. Right. Um, but yeah, bro, life is good. Uh, definitely enjoyed the break from work, but glad to be, uh, back in the saddle with this. So let's get into it. Um, a lot has happened. Uh, but before we get into other people's shows, promote our shit. I wanted to talk to you about, um, obviously we're, we're more than halfway through the year. So what's the next plan for, uh, like any Blair Anthony projects? For sure. Yeah. So uh, I, I forget if we did discuss this lap, last episode, but my wife went to France uh, for a couple of weeks. Her company has this thing where you can work from wherever, I guess, in the summer. Oh, so nice. She and a couple of coworkers. Went oh, so out she there. actually was working there. I thought she was like on PTO the entire uh, time. Yeah, she was working there. I, I forget if she took a few days off, but I know the whole group was like working there from time to time. But gotcha. who knows how much they actually worked. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she was gone. So obviously I had a ton of idle time, uh, mainly spent that time playing video games, working out, right? I was looking through the beats cause she fucking hates hearing me screaming, like from the other room Mm. while she's doing, watching TV, sleeping, whatever the case is. So I was like, if I do record something like now's a good time. So as I was cycling through beats, 
like I mentioned, I found one and like immediately the the melody and everything came to nice. me. So I banged that out. Um, took my time with it though. Like, you know, w- when it comes to like ad libs and certain little subtle things that people add to the songs, like for me personally, at least it, it adds a lot. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to rush it, even though I had like the verses and the hook down, I tweaked the hook, changed it around. Um, so now it's done pretty much. I have it in uh, being mastered by the same guy I used for my last couple of songs. Nice. And then the cover art, I'm super excited about. I think it's my personal favorite cover art that I've gotten so far. So if all goes well. So well, without giving the, like, the song name away, do you have like a general, like, can you give like uh, the general idea behind the, the song? Oh, yeah, yeah. You can have the song name too. It's, it's called Paradise. Um, I guess the general concept about the song is just, I don't know, being with a girl and just imagining yourself in like the most peaceful, dope setting with her. Mm. Just thinking to yourself like, damn, imagine if we could get away and like do X, Y, Z. And I don't know, I'm a big travel person. So the concept just kind of came to me. Uh, Love the beat itself. And the cover art kind of fits that 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 theme as well, which is yeah. cool. Um, so yeah, if, if all goes well, I'll have it out by end of August. Um, that way, I have time to like submit it to blogs and stuff like that. But nice, yeah, yeah like paradise summer. It's so mm-hmm. summer, yeah, yeah, so yeah that yeah. too. So I was like, I don't know if I want this shit out too late. Um, yeah, it's fucking February. It's like bro, right. we're freezing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I'm happy that it, it came to me because at a certain point I was like, damn, I don't know if I'm going to release anything for like six months. But but like, so like obviously this is like the, the beauty of this, uh, the pod, like in those moments where you weren't able to say, come up with a track, do you mm-hmm. do you in that moment think it's a writer's block or like you're not inspired? I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. Um, So it's, it's kind of like the chicken egg thing because... If I hear a beat that I really like, then I kind of force myself to try to do something with it. And then if if I get like a little melody going that I like, then the inspiration kicks in. Gotcha. But sometimes I'll hear a dope beat and like, I don't know what I want to lay on it. Or sometimes the beat's like super aggressive, but I'm not like in that kind of mood. And then, yeah, or I don't want to like, you know, just, have a bunch of corny bars that like mean nothing to me so yeah, yeah, yeah uh i think that's the tricky thing um but i think just not putting pressure on myself really makes it easier to kind of be effortless with it and i've also been trying to like focus less on super long ass beats too because this song itself i think is only like two minutes long but i think that's all it needs to be when i hear it back like yeah you don't need to hear the hook on this shit five times Sure. Whereas like Chris Brown, for instance, can have the hook play like five times. And if the song is a hit, it sounds dope. But for this one, I, I think the length is perfect. Got you. All right. Dope, bro. You see this? Uh, Paradise? Mm-hmm. Nice. Paradise. Yeah. Nice. So hopefully we'll have that out before the summer's up. Uh, it could be a summer banger. Um, dude, I'm going to tell you, bro, like, I came back from uh, Italy and dude, my family was over the Drake album because I was that shit was on <laughs> replay, bro. Replay, bro. Like, but it yeah. fit. It, it fit perfectly, dude. So I mean, that could be like our first um, topic for the day. It's so, like my thing is like I wanted to talk about just like the impact of honestly never buy. 
because, bro, like, it's a drastic difference from CLB. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like CLB was the hype about, like, oh, it's going against Kanye. Yeah, but yeah. But, dude, the moment that shit dropped, we stopped talking about it. Dude, we, mm-hmm. we even said, like, both of them, right? Like, we just moved on. Like, yeah, like yeah. it is what it is. Because I guess the buildup was so long. But, bro, honestly, Nevermind has been out for close to a month and a half or maybe a month and a week. And, bro, that shit is still getting crazy spins. Mm-hmm. So, like, your thought on just, like, the overall impact of that body of work. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you brought this topic up because now we've had a time to put it to the test and see, like, if it had an impact. I, I definitely think now that you're on TikTok, the, the culture of that, like, memes and stuff, always works in Drake's favor, like, no matter what album it is. Um, but I think in this instance, like in Drake very well may have been intentional with this, but you know, it's the summer, like that kind of dance music's mm-hmm. I feel like universally loved in a way it's very easy to digest. Um, and works like in pretty much any setting his other music did, but I feel like this even more so. Um, yeah, because this one's like, you don't have to be a hip hop fan, right? Like mm-hmm. think about like. If it's summer 2015 mm-hmm. and he drops, you know, we listen, we're listening to say hypothetically what I did, right? Like you have a yacht in the middle of the fucking Mediterranean Sea. Yeah. Like you're not playing jump man, jump man, jump man. Like you're just right. not. Like not because it's not great, it just doesn't go with it, right? Yeah. Whereas it feels like this goes with everything anyone's trying to achieve in the summer. Right. Again, I don't hope I don't come across like some fucking like condescending dick, but like yeah. that's I'm just letting you know, like that's just like it's just not the vibe for sure. And I I don't know I personally I feel like Drake kind of already peaked. Not to say he can't continue to sell and break records and shit, but I feel like like everyone knows he's a legend at this point. There's not like much for much more for him to prove. Sure, and I feel like that's why this kind of album works because no one's looking for him to like have slick bars or diss push or anything. They just want right. like something to vibe to. And I feel like if you try to do a rap record, maybe he wouldn't have a ton to say other than I'm I'm still rich or some shit. Right, right, right. So I think that this was a smart move because uh, it was just good vibes and who doesn't like that genre of of music? Especially his fan base, who are mainly, or not necessarily mainly, but there's plenty of women in that fan base who like this kind of music too. Who've already been leaning that way, but just love Drake yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. dude. But like, I would say, like, dude, are this? This might be blasphemous, but like, this might also be like the best version of him, in the sense, like, to everything you just said, right? He's already maybe not peaked, but he's proven himself, bro. Like, it's. It's wild. Like he he is cemented. If it's not Mount Rushmore, he's maybe the second Mount Rushmore of like greatest hip hop acts of all time. Mm-hmm. So this version of him is like, bro, I'm above all criticism. Like that's the version of him I'm getting right now, bro. Because think about it. Like, do you really think Tupac in his heyday is doing a fucking random cameo for Backstreet Boys? Like that's not happening. But yeah. Drake does it. It's like, oh, that's fire. Like, yeah, why wouldn't you do that, right? It's like, just like, I, I feel like he just seems so very comfortable and like, bro, I'm doing this for me. And I, mm. I, 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 it's like, I have a good feeling you're going to like it, but if you don't, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. 
And I, I think that's why for me, it feels like a, almost an acceptance of him peaking in a way only because I feel like at this point, he doesn't kind of like Kendrick, like they just don't give a fuck about what anyone thinks anymore. It seems like every other album he's, he's constantly like, I don't know, getting back at the doubters and the haters sure. and, and shit. And now he's just like, I'm so rich. I literally can't hear your opinions. I'm so high up. Like, yeah, but, I mean, but it's almost, but I would still say that to like, there's, there's definitely still like a, a line in the sand though. It's not like, um, I don't know which artist is a good comparison, but like, it's not like, yo, I'm above this. I don't care what you think. I'm going to give you whatever I want. It's some of that, but I think he's still giving us good music. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like, yo, I'm still bumping this shit nonstop. Like, it's yeah. not, you know, like, it's not like it's bad, right? It's not like a Post Malone album where I'm like, bro, what is, what is this? Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm still, like, digesting this, enjoying this, playing it back. Like, dude, Jimmy Cook's, like, we can say yeah. whatever we want about the first 10 tracks. Like, Jimmy Cook's probably yeah, one of the Jimmy best Cooks hip-hop songs of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, that in itself shows you, like, there's a level of, like, comfortability with him that he's like, bro, like, I'm above everything right now, and you can't tell me anything. And, like, almost there's a weird problem, like, fuck, dude, like, is he about to retire? Like, is he about to go away? Like, what's going on? Because he just seems very comfortable, which, again, I think we're benefiting from a content point of view, because I don't think at any point during CLB, even though we had four or five songs that we both agreed thoroughly enjoyed, that he felt like, bro, I'm in supreme mode right now. It felt like a rushed album that had to come out because we've been talking about it for a year and a half. And like, honestly, that remind feels like its own body of work that can be judged very well for years to come. Yeah. I I also saw an interesting comment that I feel like is very true. It said someone predicted that if he had released this as like a, let's say four or five song EP with black coffee that, and it was like a mixtape or something or summer project that the reception would have been very different. Like people would have criticized it less. I think the fact that he labeled it as an album and had uh, like 14 songs or whatever, I think the, the hip hop fans got upset because- Oh, like lost their minds. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Whereas if this was like a five song EP, with this guy people would kind of separate it and be like i think it would have been more intention or clear that he uh was like trying a, a, a new sound and people would have been less uh aggressive with their commentary on like how terrible it was or how yeah, he doesn't dude, know but, how to rap but low-key though i think that's why i'm grateful that he did not grateful but i think it's better for him that he did it this way because those same, and dude, I see it on TikTok now, like those, like every TikTok meme about this shit is like, oh, me listening to this shit the first week, me three weeks later, like losing yeah, yeah. my, you know what I mean? I think like people hating it that hard and then quickly turning, changing their minds helped him even more, bro. Cause dude, like, yeah. again, dude, we both agree, like Kendrick dropped the classic, bro. And then I, I see videos of him on tour right now. It looks amazing. But we can both honestly say now being a month and a half removed, like it came, we enjoyed it, but it's just too much. Like right, right. we don't want to listen to it. Like mm-hmm. with this shit, dude, we're 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 going on close to two months of this shit being out, and we're still like, bro, when's the next party so I can hear like I'm going to New York next weekend. Dude, I they better play this shit. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> so like I like I get if I don't hear N95, I'm gonna be okay. So like yeah, yeah. 
I think the hate initially actually is propelling this to last longer and be more relevant. Yeah. I think for me, uh, I'm still very confused or disagree with some of the, the commentary around it being like this super experimental far out Drake. Cause because your point is like he, it's not too far from what he's right. been doing. Like if this is like as if he took passion fruit and like kind of ran with that. Like Drake yeah. always was a chameleon who could do a lot of this shit to begin with. So uh, for me, it doesn't seem like that strange for Drake to do this because it, it fits. Like it's not yeah. odd to me. Um, I mean, no other rappers are really doing it. So I guess that's why I'm sure the hood dudes like didn't even know how music existed until he did this shit. So, yeah, but I think it's also like a recency bias where people to forget about fucking passion fruit and mm-hmm. like, uh, wasn't like Maldiva room. Like there's like four or five songs that more like project that are just like this. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just like this. So I was just mm-hmm. like, bro, like, how do you not get this vibe? So. Mm-hmm. No, I feel you with that. But again, I think it's more like a recency bias, bro. It's like, yeah, it's, it's not what everyone else is doing. Kendrick just came out with a fucking pure hip hop album. Yeah. So like, oh my God, a goat's coming out with a fucking Diplo verse? Like right. what's happening right now? And then on top of that, like drill is the most famous oh, or the so, most popular genre of hip hop. So that- like, I don't know if it's house. popular. It's the most like done version of yeah. hip hop right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah most popular. done. Yeah, I don't know if people are-, are begging for it and requesting it but yeah, it's definitely bro, F- everywhere F- dude bro every time i hear like it's always some random rapper too and it's like bro like come, like you're like the 15 version of this like yeah at some point be unique you know so mm-hmm. um but yeah i just wanted to talk about that bro because like, that was I, I feel like this album feels way more impactful than i think i would say even more than scorpion you know what i mean like and yeah, scorpion I, I would agree very well but like, dude, we're we're almost two months into this, and it's like, wow, this is like, I'm not saying changing music, but it it just it just feels like very unique. It's almost like um, and this might be blasphemy, but like it feels like when Kanye dropped like 808 heartbreaks. No, I don't and think it's, that's uh, far fetched. I you know saw know I mean? a it lot of those. Felt, it felt different, but like we loved it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like we're like, oh, what the fuck is he singing? And he's, he's fucking T Pain. Like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, this is like fire, and he's saying like real shit over great beats. Like, yeah. people and just like Drake, people hated 808s. Uh, hated it at, at first, and then yeah, now most people will be like, oh, it's his top three albums or something. Yo, guaranteed top three albums. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. Um, side note, also when we're talking about Drake's greatness. We got to talk about Bad Bunny's greatness. Uh, Bad Money, Bad Bunny, as of July of 2022, so this year, has over 10 billion streams on Spotify, which is the most in all time. And there's still four months left in the year, bro. That's yeah. crazy, dude. That's nuts. Yeah, he's. Dude, I've been like, to, in our defense, dude, we've been saying this as a pod for a while. Like this motherfucker is the biggest artist in the world. Mm-hmm. No, hands down, he's like, he's the real Mister Worldwide. He's uh versus what's his name? Pitbull. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I and I get the Drake comparison, but like when you realize how many more people listen to him, it's crazy. Yeah. And again, I don't know what it is, but I feel like that that reggaeton just dance vibe is just is more universally accepted and requested. Like it's just easier to dance to, I feel like, and vibe with. 
Dude, because think about it, bro. How many parties have you and I gone to? Bro, you know what people want to listen to. You know, like, mm-hmm. I could I could put on, you know, some fucking Mac Miller, you know, balcony thoughts. And, like, we're going to love it. And we're like, yo, this nigga knows great music. Yeah. But, like, the girls in the room are like, bro, can you play Dua Lipa? Like, right, right. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, they don't want to hear that shit. So, like, I get it, bro. And, like, Bad Bunny is a great like marriage of both like if you know spanish he's actually spitting good lyrics mm-hmm. and then all the beats are fired so it's right. like the girls are happy and at the end yeah. of the day like we can say whatever we want about guys but dude girls consume the most music like mm-hmm. it's just a fact and then guys are, i mean you just said it like guys are gonna put on the music that the girls want to hear and i feel like that's why guys open up to drake pretty yeah, they made fun of him in the beginning, but when they realized every fucking hot girl they want to get at l- loves him, they had no right. choice but to to love him as well. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. So shout out to uh, to Bad Bunny killing it. Uh, we'll love to see what those numbers are at the end of the year. But uh, moving along, I want to talk about this one because you brought it up to me yesterday. I did my homework. So obviously, you're in the LA scene or the California scene more obviously more than I. So you're, um, what have you observe, observing with the uh, the Tyga pushback on his new video, Ay Caramba? Yeah, so Tyga released this new music video uh, for his song, Ay Caramba. Um, and, and based on what I've seen, you know, many people within the Latino, more specifically Mexican community out in LA are really upset with the imagery in that video. Um, okay. I feel like it's making a mockery of their culture. And after seeing the video myself, honestly, I was like offended as well because I was really I thought it was I don't know, just tasteless. It it, it yeah. wasn't creative. Taste is a good word. Taste is a good word. I feel like there's like an art to appropriating or making fun of stereotypes. I think you need to it can't be the generic surface level stereotypes like fried chicken and watermelon. Oh, haha. Yeah. Black people like I don't think you said that because I'm gonna bring that up in a second, but I love you yeah. said that. Yeah. It has to be like and I know Schultz even talked about it with comedy. It has, you have to kind of earn the love of the culture. And if you know, like only the intricate details that someone of the culture would know, if you can poke fun at those things, then they're like, Oh, he's one of us. Like he, he there's no way he would know that unless he really fucked right. with our culture. Right, right. Whereas in this video, he just had some like bald dude fucking eating nachos and yeah. uh, like bull riders and, Right. And then to my knowledge, she didn't have any like, uh, I don't know, reputable Mexicans within the community in the video. No cosigns. Yeah. yeah. Like there was just nothing in that video that said to me, oh, he fucks with the community. I know, you know, YG and him had the song Go Loco. To my knowledge, people fuck with that because there was like real gang members and they even had a Spanish artist, even though he's Puerto Rican on the track. Mm. So I think overall, People were more receptive to it. Like YG signed a Mexican rapper. So there's a lot of like, you know, politics outside of the video that I'm sure made that one fine. But this shit pissed off uh, a lot of people. Damn. So you know what's funny though? Cause I'm glad you brought that up that um, the fried chicken shit, right? Cause I was comparing it to like, so in my mind when I saw it, I'm glad you texted me afterwards. Cause I was like, bro, I fucking heard this song before. This is not new. But in my mind, I'm like, oh, this like this is like a watered down part two of Go Loco. Like, 
Like yeah. it just sounds, it, dude, it sounds the fucking same. So if anything, I was more offended at the lack of effort oh, to yeah, make yeah. good music. You know I, I mean? should have like, said that. I, yeah, I was pissed at how bad the song was. Yeah, exactly. Like I was like, this, it's it's catchy, but it's also trash. I'm like, where do I know this from? Like, oh, you did this before. Like, you know, I'm like, you made the yeah. same version. But dude, I feel like it's weird though, because like I was trying to play devil's advocate, right? And like I can see where he thought he had the permission to make a song like this because they fucked with him on Go Local, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he got that co-sign from the community. Like, yo, like, dude, we fuck with you, do your thing. Because that was thinking about, like, Fat Joe, right? Because mm-hmm. Fat Joe gets that co-sign from Black culture. It's like, yo, we'll let you use the N-word, right? Mm-hmm. But don't cross that line, right? So, yeah. like, I was thinking, like, this motherfucker, to your point, if this motherfucker came out with some wild video where he's eating fried chicken and drinking fucking purple fucking grape soda or whatever, people <laughs> will lose his mind, right? Because they're like, yo, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, yeah. we gave you rope, but my dog, like, you're still not us. Like, we approve you, but not, like, you're not one of us. Yeah. So I think that's how I felt with this project. It's like, bro, like, we gave you the cosign. We know you always have Spanish models around you, which are, you know, OnlyFans thing or whatever. But dog, this is straight disrespectful. So like initially I was like, bro, like what the fuck? Like, why are you mad about this? But I'm like, yo, like I get it. You know what I mean? Like I was like, bro, like this is, you're not complimenting the culture that you're talking about. You're just, I'm not saying you're dogging it, but you're giving the most obvious fucking stereotypes that everyone knows. And it's like, right. you're not elevating this. So if you're not elevating it and you're not one of us, then bro, fuck you. Right, and I, right. and I, I agree with that hundred percent. Yeah. And I, I think that's what you hit the nail on the head. It was the combination of things. I think if the song was like undeniably a, a yeah, dude, the song was a banger, no topping one's, banger. No one's mad. Yeah, yeah. No one's giving a fuck. But the song's corny and then the imagery's corny. And then with those two things combined, you're thinking to yourself, oh, he's just making fun of us for a check. And that's yeah. how I would interpret it if I was part of that community. Like, oh, there's really nothing here that is for us and and for that reason people are pissed off understandably and it's also like bro like you're tiger like we low-key sometimes don't even know what you are not like race but like are you a rapper you know i'm like we don't really check for your music so like if you're gonna come out of nowhere it feels and drop a song like bro why like what do you like it's just like it'd be one thing if this was like a fucking like um Dude, think of any art. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, uh, a boogie or an ASAP rock. Like, that's, like, all they do is make music. You know what I mean? Like, we check them for that. But, like, I feel like Tigers has this persona, like, yeah, you rap, but you also do a bunch of other things that we don't really... Like, you're just, like, a celebrity. You know, they're just right, a celebrity right. in hip-hop. So, for you to be a celebrity, but we don't take you serious as an artist, and then for you to drop some shit that's low-key or high-key offensive, like, bro, what are you doing? So I, I get, I, initially I had pushback on it, but then like, you're like, all right, I get it. Like, bro, like this isn't good first and foremost. And like, we gave you a pass before cause it was great. Now you're just making fun of us. Like, fuck you, bro. Right. So like, you're making fun of us for like a few thousand views on YouTube because yeah. like no one's buying this shit or checking it on fucking like Apple music or Spotify. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't even the only, the, this was the, actually the third, I think, song that kind of tapped into the community. There was one called Mamacita, which actually is a 
a really good sounding song. Um, it is. To my knowledge, he's not really talking about stereotypes at all. It just has like the Spanish guitar. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think those two things combined, Go Loco and that, he was just like, all right, Mexicans and, and whoever else mess <laughs> with me. Let me see how far I can take it. And then just do something. I think in his mind, he thought like the I Caramba thing and all that would would uh, be catchy and I guess make people yeah. fuck with it. But I heard Mexicans say like, oh, we don't even say that or we don't even bullfight, really. That's a Spaniard thing. That's a Spaniard thing. It's That's not thing. even close, bro. But right. you know what's crazy, though, bro? Like, if I had to think, this is why, Loki, I feel bad for him, Tyga, is that if I had to think of his demographic, it probably is Mexican fans. Oh, yeah. You know they what I mean? Like about, that's the uh, that's the fun. Like, yo, you just stereotype like the only people probably checking your music. Because, mm-hmm. bro, I, I guarantee, though, I haven't checked for a Tiger track in years, bro. No, in LA, people love YG and Tiger, but the Mexican community—I don't know about now—but they, they were fucking, fucking love Tiger, yeah. loved YG, um, still probably do love YG. Um, so yeah, this definitely was a bad move in my opinion i don't know if it's necessarily gonna hurt him long term probably nah, not because it's like it, those kind of artists bro have like you can't cancel someone who's no one's checking for yeah. like that's the biggest like you can't cancel something like what are you gonna cancel bro like right. i'm not fucking i'm barely famous you know what i mean like yeah. what are you gonna cancel? So like, i feel like that's like that's his like he's lucky for that because it's not like he's not a fucking kanye he's not a little wayne where like there's like millions of dollars like i dude he's he's far from broke he I, from everything i see he makes phenomenal money but he's not popular like right. you know him if you're looking for him but yeah. he's not a popular artist yeah also i i think he it's not like he's he necessarily said something about the community like oh i don't right right you just you just did it yeah he just you just misinterpreted yeah. he can say you misinterpreted what i was going for with the album Right. Oh, yeah. where the videos are. Right. And people will forget it in three months when he has another banger, like Taste or whatever that, that was you just banger. have to listen to. That was a banger. But I also would say that was a moment in time where you could put Offset on any song and that's just going to be a hit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could still kind of do that. Yeah, you can bit. still kind of do it. But I would say Offset, dude, you get Offset as a fucking feature, that's going to be a hit. So, um, yeah. But again, we'll see what happens. But I, 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 I initially wanted to push back, but. I get why any Mexican would be offended by that uh, type of project. Um, all right, bro, you wanted to bring up um, Atlanta DA talking about there might be some more high-profile RICO cases. Yeah, uh, so the same DA who uh, got uh, Gunna and Young Thug, the YSL crew, essentially announced that over the next 60 days, there's going to be two more high-profile cases Obviously didn't name who, but there's a lot of speculation that it could be Lil Baby's uh, camp and potentially uh, another, I mean, it would most likely obviously have to be an Atlanta rapper right? as well. So it's kind of, and she said there are high profile cases. So whoever it is, we're obviously going to be shocked and it's going to make headlines. So. That'd be insane if, like, literally all the top Atlanta rappers are just disappear in thin air and we don't yeah. see them for 20 years or whatever. Yeah, bro, because that's, like, the weird thing, man. It's, like, um, it'd be one thing to be locked up and it's, like, yo, you know, like, dude, I mean, we don't know anything about him. 
like NBA uh, young boys always locked up. But he's always like, he gets out. So it's like, all right, this is what it is, right? I just like, yeah. I think like, I remember, I was so young, but I remember like even my aunt talking about Tupac. Like Tupac was getting locked up, bro, every week. And they're like, mm -hmm. it is what it is, right? You just, he'll be out in a week. But with this one, bro, it feels different, right? Like time has progressed. It's been two and a half months now. And like these dudes aren't getting out, bro, anytime soon. Like yeah. that's the scary part, bro. So yeah, man. I don't know, man. Like again, they put on a great persona. Like whenever they, they show like videos of them in jail, they seem very calm, cool, and collective. But bro, power to them, bro. Cause I can't even imagine me living my, you know, middle income life and having to give up my freedom to these motherfuckers who are multi millionaires living the best life ever to just give that up to be in a fucking four by five set. Bro, no. ain't no fucking way, bro. I'm, dude, ain't no way. So, <laughs> dude, that's terrifying, bro. Terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, it's depressing. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure in jail, like, you know, they have protection and can buy whatever they want. Yeah, dude, they're not worried about being shanks. Yeah. But it's still like, yo, you had a fucking mansion. Yeah, and with like 40 bitches. And now you got to sneak in and, and fuck like the female CO or some shit. Dude, it's, yo, it's crazy, bro. And then like what's wild is like, if they're locked up this long, do they truly have a case? Is also the, like, this is not just like a publicity stunt to like, to teach other rappers lessons about what they put out. It's like, no, 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 no. They're, these guys are criminals and we're going to prove to you how, and like, and if that's the case, you're like, bro, you fucking idiots. You know what I mean? So it's like, right. like, cause currently, like, I'm still in the camp. Like, yo, I feel bad for them. Like, I'm like, bro, this is a attack on black culture. They don't want to see these guys being successful because they talk about shit they observe in the hood, blah, blah, blah. But bro, again, I, if it comes back and they're doing all this shit, it's like idiots. Right. And that's the thing. I feel like. Obviously, I don't think bait like Lil Baby or any of these guys are out here literally shooting people. But like, I think it's obvious that the Dirks and all these other dudes are probably paying for hits here and there or like financing little deals over here because it's like their protection, basically. So they need to fucking treat their guys right. Yeah. And I'm sure when shit goes left their their name's going to be tied to it. So. Uh, and they probably thought when shit did go, or when shit went down, they were like 10 names removed. But yeah. then that pressure comes from the law. And now you're like, oh, it's 10, 9, 8, 7. Like, it gets closer and closer. You're like, oh, fuck, you can get back to me. So, yeah, yeah, it's wild, bro. It's wild. So, yeah, I'm intrigued to see who, you know, what happens. Hopefully, it's, you no, know, it doesn't happen. That's just like a, a stunt by the DA to scare people to act right. But, yeah, bro, it's um, it's looking more and more likely that these dudes aren't out this year. Which is, yeah, bro. Again, dude. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, man. I, not that I'm a, I, I am a huge Gunna fan, yo. But that dude had the best start to year you could <laughs> ever have. Yeah, bro. That so was like, zero, uh, zero to one hundred, and then back to zero real quick. Real, yo. It's been three and a half months. Yeah. Like, yo, I've never seen some shit. Like, bro, you, yo, you're the second best person on your label, and you beat. The weekend in album sales. That's crazy, bro. Mm -hmm. Like the young thug could never do that, bro. I don't think Joe, if Drake and Weekend dropped in the same week, yo, it'd be a toss-up. 
So the fact that this dude, yo, it's yeah, it's crazy, bro. So you can go from that to bro locked up. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, insane. Yeah. Do you think this changes? Like, let's say two of our most our favorite rappers get locked up in a couple of months. Do you think this changes the artistry? Are people gonna like self snitch a little less, or you think? It's going to be like any other day where people are like, oh, that's not going to happen to me. It happens to these 500 rappers, but I'm immune to this shit. Dude, unfortunately, I'm going to go with like, it's going to be like, yeah, that, that's not going to happen to me. And the only reason why I say that, bro, is that unlike before, like in the 90s, I'm going 90s, early 2000s, unlike before where you need to get signed to get it put on. I know that like removed a lot of good artists that could have been signed that we never heard of. But, like, for the most part, we heard of people because they were good, right? Mm-hmm. And I think now with today's, just, again, it's just society, the way that things can be uploaded and you can hear of some random rapper, that it's so much easier to be put on that I think people are more willing to talk that shit on a track and just like, yo, if I can get rich off this, fuck it. Let the DEA come in a year. Yeah. Whereas, like, in the past, it's like, no, bro, I'm not fucking risking my life. No, no fucking way. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. that's what I, mean. I, I I don't think it's gonna change anything today because I didn't need, I, like all these random people are just trying to be on, make a quick buck, and then try to get out because they don't really give a fuck about the artist. They're not trying to give you quality music. They're trying to give you like something that's relatively catchy, the same fucking beat you've heard a million times, slight difference, and yeah. then just move on with their life. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Um, I think back in the day. This was more of like a, a job. So when you signed, you're kind of forced to move out of like your hood and, you know, go to the studio and mingle and do all these other things. Whereas now you could have a number one single and still be in the depths of the hood fucking selling drugs and shit. So yeah. there's not really that accountability anymore, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. And again, they're not really... Like, it's almost like a... Again, I, I, I listen to Jay-Z all the time, bro, even until today. Like, I know he had a hustler mentality, but he was an artist. Whereas I think, like, right now, some of these art... Like, these, some of these rappers are just trying to find a new hustle. So, like, yo, let me put out a couple of tracks. It goes viral. And then I make my money. Get the fuck out of here, right? It's not like I'm trying to give you a body of work that blows your mind. Song one goes with songs. Like, they're not trying to do that shit, bro. Like, yeah. it's... And we know that it's obvious. So, right. um, yeah, for that reason alone, I don't think it's going to change anything. Because I think these guys are, for the most part, we're not, and it's sad, bro. Like, it's, it's, it's not, you take a moment, it's like, yo, this is scary what hip hop's going to be over the next like five, 10 years. Because, yo, I'm not seeing those artists come through that's like, yo, like monumental game changers. Like, I'm just, mm-hmm. I, if I'm wrong, let me know. Like, I just don't hear it or see it. No. And I, that's why, Every time we have these conversations about Drake and Kendrick, like we we realize the goats have they've proven themselves and now they're in the phase where they're like, I'm so rich, I can sit back and just experiment and still make great music, but I'm not trying to necessarily be the guy constantly anymore. Right. Like I'm not giving you a feature on every one song. Right. I'm not giving you a mixtape. Fuck your mixtape, bro. Right. <laughs> like it's getting to the point where where now Drake is almost like the elusive like Jay feature. Like we don't hear him featured a yeah. million times anymore. Um, and I, I yeah, I thought yeah, that's about a great it. point, bro. That's actually a very good yeah. take because yeah, like, dude, like three, even two years ago, bro, he'd pop mm-hmm. up on any dude who's on 
block boy JB's fucking. It's like, bro, why? It's like, why yeah. are you doing this? Right. And I know we mentioned before, like, ASAP Rocky and Travis are kind of like the only other two guys who might be able to carry this shit a little bit longer. But other than that, like, no one really has God. caught that the public's eye. Like, this dude's going to have like a 30 year career and be like J. Cole or Drake or anything. Not at all, dude. Not at all. Which again, I think it's just, it's just scary, bro. Because yeah, like it's, you try to decipher through everything that we're getting, you know, in today's music. And like, yo, who is it, bro? You know, hopefully we discover him on the podcast and we can interview them and, you know, it leads to something like that. But you just sit back and it's like, bro, like I, I for myself personally, bro, like I, I was grateful. We're gonna get to this in a second. But I was grateful for the, for the Just Adam body. We're gonna like, dude, finally something new and good that I like. Because mm-hmm. like I was like, bro, like new music is dropping week after week, and I'm just like, whatever, bro. Like, I'm not saying it's trash, but like I'm not trying to fucking listen to this shit like every day, you know? Like, yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, time will tell. Yeah, time will tell for sure. But uh, yeah, hopefully again. No, I don't. I don't want any more rappers locked up. That just, that in itself is a fucking terrible pandemic. But uh, we'll see what happens. Um, all right, bro. So that's everything I had. Anything else you want to add before we uh, we get out of here? Now let's dive in. Let's dive in. Here the week, uh, episode one fourteen. Uh, what's something you've been bumping, my dude, over the past uh, week, week and a half? Yeah. So thank God for. Oh. So I completely forgot to mention this in the beginning, but I went to Audiotistic to see Schoolboy Q. Okay. Uh, it's mainly an EDM kind of festival, but Schoolboy Q was performing. So my boy Moon was like, you down to go see him? Obviously went uh, to that event, lost SF? my fucking phone. No, it was in San Jose, which is like an hour south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I lost my damn phone. Someone pickpocketed me, I believe. Whoever that is, I hope they fucking die in a fire. Dude, that's why you got to go fanny pack, bro, or back. No, I'm doing it from now on. But I'm in my head, I'm like, I, I always keep my shit in my front pockets, nothing in the back. So Damn, so you think it's pickpock- Yo, front pocket pickpocket? Yeah. And my pants damn. are kind of loose, so I, I imagine that's how it happened. Or I could have somehow dropped it and someone stole it. But I'm pretty sure I was pickpocketed. Damn. Um, damn, I, I was... Like homicidal as a motherfucker. As soon oh, as I, bro, I'm, I'm ready. I'm swinging. I was looking anyone. around. I'm like, anyone with the blue iPhone is <laughs> jaw sucks. Anyone with an iPhone. Anyone with yeah. iPhone. <laughs> but yeah, um, we were vibing out, so I was in a good mood. I just ignored uh, it. I'm like, yeah, I had insurance. Take, I'm like, take fuck that it. out. Take that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, the reason why I brought that up was because I was listening to a lot of Schoolboy Q, but the Spotify algorithm brought me to um, this rapper who you may or may not be familiar with. His name is Jero. Oh, um, hell yeah. From Chicago, I think. Yeah, yeah. He had no, that viral Cleveland. song. Cleveland. Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. He had that viral song that LeBron was playing like six years ago or way back when. Um, but it played a song he released a long time ago called All Night. And the All beat, Night. Okay. The beat and the vibe is like just super soothing. Like it's a, a hip hop sample from I think an R&B singer but like it just has a really feel good uh, vibe to it something that like you could listen to all night or all day all night okay if you're out uh, sipping wine on in your backyard or just chilling and like, alright and the song that he's most in. famous for is uh, really got it really got it yeah and all night is on the same album um, somehow never heard that song but 
don't know. I played it a thousand times over the past couple of weeks. Uh, nice. It's just a really, really good. Uh, and I would say that album is fire in itself. Like people think it. it's just a single, but that overall body yeah. work is is fire. Mm-hmm. No, I was super impressed. So ever since then, I was like, I need to check out his his uh, new newer music and his older catalog. Nice. Love it, dude. Love it, love it, love it. Let's uh, definitely add that to the playlist. Uh, so for me, uh, what I'm going to add to the playlist, give a quick shout out to our boy, Just Adam. Dropped his EP, his album, uh, All Hustle, No Luck. Bro, I heard this shit in Italy. I was delayed on my flight from Milan to Rome. And bro, shit was flawless to me, dog. And I think like what I appreciate about this is like, I think we spoke about this offline but we can talk about it now. And I don't think he'll be offended. Like we've been saying like, bro, we get the lane he's trying to be in, right? That laid back, you know, rap. But like, it'd be dope to hear him on a more hype prod, you know, like hype production. Mm-hmm. I think this is the perfect medium for him on this body work. Mm-hmm. Cause there's moments he gets hyped. Like yeah. on, um, I don't know how to act. Like, yeah. bro, I think you and I have been begging for a song like that from him since the moment we discovered him, right? Like, you're like, you're like, yes, motherfucker. We're like, you're, we're telling you're so talented. Do that more. So I re- I really appreciate that. So if you have listened to it, it's only 29 minutes long. Um, it came out last week. Go peep it. But for me, my standout track, which I fucking loved, was the uh, Stay Awake slash Paranoia. Like, yeah. that's my heat of the week, bro. Because that production quality, the beat switch. I, maybe it's a, I'm a sucker for a beat switch, bro. I don't know why. <laughs> but like the the lyrics are fire, the the way he delivers his fucking I get it. We I I think for me not no homo, but his flow is what caught me in, bro. Like it wasn't even like his the way he just fucking delivers his rhymes are great. So I think you get everything good about just Adam on this project, but specifically on Stay Awake slash Paranoia. It's like the best version of him. So my heat of the week, bro. I was, on the, I, was on the, I was actually in the room when I landed in Rome, ironing to this shit. And Gina was like, could you play like more like modern music? And I'm like, no, bro, we're fucking <laughs> listening to this shit. Like, you yeah. know, every fucking track. And like, yeah. bro, eventually she came around. So, cause again, it's, it's just like good body work. Yeah. And what I also appreciated about this album, I mean, you already mentioned it, the, the production, but as a West Coaster, I could definitely hear the influence uh, in the production. I don't know if you're familiar with Larry June, but. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, he mentioned he's a fan of him. I definitely got Larry June vibes, which in my opinion is a very laid back, but like upbeat um, feel to it. And I think it complements his his flow and voice very well. And obviously he, he uh, it resonates with him and his message and everything. Cause he, it doesn't feel like this kind of switch in production was, uh, like a new path for him no no dude just, like it was like it's like it's, it's almost like it's a weird it's effortless it's like doing what works for you but still elevating your mm-hmm. quality and like that's what i think this is bro because dude there's numerous songs like uh don't know how to act still in miami stay awake paranoia nobu um mornings with you like these are just tracks like yeah it's a just adam song but like i don't think I, if he would have done this a year ago, would have felt different. Whereas like him dropping it now, like it just feels like an evolution. So that's why I was like, you can do. I was I was thoroughly impressed. It wasn't just me shouting him out because like he's our friend or whatever. Like yeah, this shit's a fucking really good body work. hundred percent. And you could tell. I mean, we follow him on the gram, but you could tell he takes took time with this, 
and wanted to kind of perfect the sound and and really take his time with it as opposed to just you know making a, a bunch of you know 10 random songs and and throw yeah, it out just there and it, it gets streams yeah 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 because yeah. yeah, i think he brought it up on the pod like he heavily curates his shit to be exactly what he wants so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I'm, I'm happy for him glad it worked out and uh if you guys haven't peeped the ego peep all hustle no luck by our boy just adam um all right my dude let the people know where they can peep us and uh, what we got going on yeah uh so we may or may not have uh another interview over the next few weeks won't mention the name just because i don't want to jinx it but <laughs> if we do get him on um he's another popular industry songwriter slash singer um super big fan of him he actually knows uh johan nice a couple other people that i follow so hopefully that that works out but um obviously you know getting more people on the pod is gonna be a mission of ours over the next few months um and outside of that, you know, please check out our TikTok. I think we're getting more active with that. Just want to put out. Yeah, dude. I feel like with that, like, dude, I get, we're getting more active. I feel like, I don't know, for, like, I'm just like observing more like what what works here. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I see some videos are like, oh, 300 likes. And then I see, oh, what, 3.5 million. I'm like, what the fuck just changed? You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. I'm excited about like us understanding more to actually deliver better content. For sure. And I think, you know, we've, even in like the five or six posts that we've had, I think, We've kind of gotten a feel of like what gets a response in terms of likes. We've gotten a couple comments here, but we haven't gotten like follows. And I think yeah. that's what we need to crack because uh, who who knows what we have to do? Because I'm used to seeing skits of people shaking ass or being super funny about some random shit. Whereas with us, like we're having a conversation. So we right. figure out a way to to make that resonate in like 10 seconds or whatever it is yeah but i really think bro like after still looking at like what like the the main podcasts are doing i'm telling you it's gonna be something like i got the one with like the the the, the closed captioning yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. the close if we have that i'm telling you those videos are gonna now, i'm not saying viral mm. but tripling in what we do right now right and i think we can technically well we can do like the the built-in one so maybe mm-hmm. for our next ones we'll try that as well just for the people who are too lazy to to listen and want to see you know what's going yeah, on yeah what's i do i do that too like if i'm at work but i still like want to scroll i'm like oh, oh, right, right, let right. me save right. that just one and let me keep it. it later yeah 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 for sure cool yeah all right broski but uh yeah check out the merch uh on the website everything's up there audio dash theory shout out to everyone who's been listening riding with us and uh yeah bro we'll fucking run it back next week 100%. I'm a dude. Love you, bro. Peace. Love you too. Peace.